0: Boom, 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 boom,
1: boom, boom, boom. You got your bones ready? A friend with bones too? So play those crazy bones. That's what you gotta do. Kids go crazy for Crazy Bones, the collectible, tradable, playable new craze. But Crazy Bones, play seven different games like battle and over the line. Each one has a name like Eggy, Fly, Frankie, Joker, and the Fang. Get your shooters, get your targets, play for fun. This play of those crazy bones on the playground in the streets. Series 1 now available for a limited time, each sold separately. Growing up, some kids didn't throw dice. Some kids didn't collect or battle Pokemon cards. It's true. Some kids never even once played Crossfire.
0: <sighs> those kids missed out.
1: Yeah. Now, some kids collected funky little pieces of plastic and played with them in many different ways. No two kids were alike, and It showed. And this week, we discuss the history of Crazy Bones. Crazy Bones. Not to be confused with Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs.
0: Also, not to be confused with Dry Bones from. Uh, oh, you know. yeah. Mm. That's
1: my favorite. Yeah, me too. This is the story of Crazy Bones. This is Toys for Us. All of my best friends are toys. Oh, boy, all of my best friends. Boys. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh,
0: boy. All of my best friends toys. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy,
1: oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, Hello, friends. Welcome back to the schoolhouse rock of toy history, Toys For Us. Yeah. Each week we take you on a journey to find out the backstory behind a toy, book, or board game that made your life that much sweeter when you were a child. My name is Richard Hunt, and with me, as always, is my cousin and co-host, Brian Youth
0: Hi, everybody.
1: Brian, this week we are covering a toy that actually holds fond memories for me. Yeah, Crazy Bones.
0: Oh, uh, would it shock you to know that I know little to nothing about it?
1: Not at all. They were at their height of popularity in like nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, that so was... I was ten years old.
0: <laughs> I was, I was getting ready to graduate high school. Yeah, I was in my junior year.
1: You were not playing with Crazy Bones. You no. were playing with Crazy Boobs.
0: You know, accurate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a source of you trying, most of my tardies and then school suspension. You were trying
1: to get crazy boned. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, see, I was 10. So, like, every Saturday, me and my friends would ride our bikes to the thrift store.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, like, at that point, thrift stores were selling the shit that were, like, hot, hot toys. Like, Pokemon cards, Digimon really? cards, and crazy bones. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it... At that point, it didn't take anything to be a retailer of any of those. yeah. Because they were trying to get their shit out. So, Mm -hmm. like, you could buy Pokemon card Booster Packs there, and Digimon cards, and Crazy Bones.
0: I never would have thought that. Yeah.
1: Because they're licensed to sell shit, so I mean... Oh. um, Yeah, so all of those, of course, were fads. Right. Uh, Some lasted, some didn't. And much like the Pogs before them, people went crazy for Crazy Bones. Okay. Are you ready to dig into their history?
0: Let's dig up the dirt. Let's go!
1: We're going to start our story this time around in ancient Greece. Oh, hello. Where we meet up with, well, nobody in particular. We simply meet up with children in ancient Greece. And all the rage for kids in ancient Greece was a game called Astrogol, or Tabas, a.k.a. Knuckle Bones.
0: Knuckle Bones.
1: Originally, the Knuckle Bones... Actually, the astragalus is uh, the bone in the ankle or hock from uh sheep. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, is this how you came across that video? Yes. Oh. Uh, they were thrown up and caught in various manners. Knuckle bones consisted of six points, or knobs, projecting from the common base. And now they're usually made of metal or plastic. Okay. But th- originally they were fucking bones. Actual bones bones. Yeah. Um. The winner is the first player to successfully complete a prescribed series of throws, which, though similar, differ widely in detail. Okay. The simplest throw consists in either tossing up one stone, the jack, or a bouncing ball, and picking up one or more stones or knuckle bones from the table while it's in the air. Okay. So, jacks and marbles and shit all came from this. Yeah. Um, They're progenitors. Yeah. Another throw consists in tossing up One stone, then two, then three, and so on. And catching them on the back of your hand. Oh, that's neat. Different throws have received distinctive names, such as riding the elephant, which is the one where you catch. On the back of your hand. On the back of your hand. Peas in the pod, horses in the stable, and frogs in the well. Okay. There are two methods of playing in ancient times. The first, and probably the most primitive method, consisted in tossing up and catching the bones on your back of the hand. um, And that's the one that's like still the most kinda played, kind of played. Yeah. yeah. In ancient Rome, it was called tally, which is knuckle bones. Okay. Um, And a painting excavated, excavated from Pompeii, currently housed in the National Archaeological Museum of the Naples, depicts goddess Latona, Niobe, Phoebe, Agela, and Hilaria, with the last two being engaged in a game of Knuckle Bones. Nice. So, like, this toy goes way the fuck back. Way the fuck back. Uh, yeah, like, they were also given as prizes to school children back then. Okay. Um, the simple form of the game was generally only played by women and children. And it was called Pentalitha, or Five Stones. Okay. Uh, there were several varieties of this game, besides the usual toss and catch. One being called Tropa, or Whole Game. Okay the object of which was to toss the bones into the hole in the earth. Uh, another was the simple game of odd or even. Okay. The second, probably derivative form of the game was one of pure chance, the stone being, stones being thrown upon the table either from the hand or a cup, and the values of the sides upon which they fell were counted. The shape of the pastern bones used for the astrogoli, as well as the tally of the Romans, with whom knuckle bones was also popular, determined the manner of counting. The pastern bone of a sheep, goat, or calf has two rounded ends upon which it cannot stand, and two broad and narrow sides, one of each pair being concave and one convex. The convex narrow side, called chios, or the dog, was counted as one. The broad side counted as three. The concave broad side counted as four. And the concave marrow side counted as six. So they basically just found a way to numerize the uh, the points of each bone. That's pretty cool. Four astrogly were used, and 35 different scores were possible on a single throw. Holy shit. Yeah. Many of these throws received distinctive names, such as Aphrodite, Midas, Solon, and Alexander. Among the Romans, some of the names were Venus, King, and Vulture. The highest throw in Greece counted 40, and was called the Euripides. It was a combination throw, since more than four sixes could not be thrown at a single right. time. The lowest throw, both in Greece and Rome, was the dog, which is the one. Okay. A variation played by Israeli school children is known as Kukulak or Chamish Avanim. five rocks. Okay. Instead of jacks and a rubber ball, five die sized metal cubes are used, and the game cube is tossed in the air rather than bounced. That's cool, though. Which is something you should, shouldn't do to an uh, actual, actual game cube.
0: Yeah. They're not quite as indestructible as their, <sighs> no. their the previous generation counterpart. Oh, yeah, they just have a handle. It dead. Yeah, you could beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker if you wanted to.
1: Yes, there is a Mongolian variant called shagai. The bones here are collected and used for traditional games and fortune telling throughout Central Asia. They may be bright, painted bright colors, and such bones have been used throughout history and are thought to be the first forms of dice.
0: Are they still like sheep or like? Yeah, yeah.
1: Is it like adapted, like based on like the local fauna? More or less, yeah. Hmm. Um. Shigai games are especially popular during the Mongolian summer holiday of Nadam or Nadam. In Shigai dice, the rolled Shigai generally land on four sides a horse, camel, sheep, or goat. Okay. A fifth side, cow, is possible on uneven ground. So, like, you're (laughs) probably like, oh, look, it landed that way. Mongolians still exchange Shigai today as tokens of friendship. The Shigai may be kept in a little pouch. In addition, Mongolians usually male. Also collect shagai. In this case, it's the calcaneus rather than the Astrologus. Okay. Um, which are viewed as good luck tokens, presumably due to the bone's superficial resemblance to male genitalia. <laughs> it, it does kind of look like a dick. I'm sure. In fortune telling, four shagai are rolled to the ground. The two convex sides, horse and sheep, are considered lucky, with horse being the luckiest. Hmm. The two sides with the concave indents, goat and camel, are deemed unlucky. Rolling all four sides on one throw is considered indicative of very good fortune. A large variety of traditional Mongolian games are played using the Shigai pieces. Depending on the game, the ankle bones may be tossed like dice, flipped like marbles, shot at with arrows, caught in the hands, or simply collected according to the roll of the die. Hmm. In many games, the side on which a toss piece lands, horse, sheep, camel, or goat, is significant. Um, for most of the games, there are even public tournaments held. Most really? commonly played during the traditional dedam festival. In this game, pieces are flicked with the middle finger of one hand along the wooden board held in the other hand. So, like, <laughs> try to flick and catch it, yeah. The goal is to hit a target piece over about 10 meters. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah.
1: An ankle bone shooting game was played under the name of Ordo the 2014 World Nomad Games. Some other common games are horse race, a very common game usually played with two but also more players. Each player flicks one piece his horse in turn along a sequence of stationary pieces representing the race course okay,
0: this definitely sounds like a dothraki game
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burthen camels uh on each turn, the player tosses all their pieces to the ground. The goal is to then use the sheep pieces to knock the camel pieces into the sheep position. Oh, okay. Cat's game. A number of sheep or goats are lined up two by two. The player then throws another object, often a piece of chain, up into the air and catches it again. In the short time while the object is floating, the chance is to pick up one piece with the same hand, but not disturb the other. So it's like jacks, but you can only grab one specific jack. Yeah, you gotta be real, like, slick. That's cool. That's some, like, ninja shit. Yeah. Full toss. Each of two to four players in turns tosses all the pieces. Depending on the number of horses and or camels landed, the player can collect pieces from the pool or has to add some. Uh, Winner is the player that has collected the most once the pool is empty.
0: Yeah, Kind of winner takes all kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um, Open catch. Using ten or more pieces, each player in turn pieces all of them in one hand and tosses them up in the air. Then he tries to catch as many possible as he can on the back of the same hand. The caught pieces are tossed up again and as many possible caught in a fist this time. The caught ones are collected by the player. Winner is who has collected the most pieces once the pool is empty. That's cool. That is neat. So you throw them up with your hand. Try to get them on the back of your hand. Right. The ones that are left from the ones that you caught in the back of your hand, you throw up. Okay. This time you try to catch them in your fist. Okay. So, like, whoever has the most after they end all of that is the winner. Okay. That That's makes cool. sense. Yeah. 12 years. Two players in turn toss two pieces like dice for 12 rounds, corresponding to the 12-year cycle of the traditional okay. calendar, uh, counting a point for each horse landed. If no player reaches 12 points, the game restarts. Otherwise, the higher score wins. Okay. Tossing three should guy. Any number of players takes turn tossing three pieces like a dice. Three pieces landing on the same side scores two points. Two sames give one point. Winner is whoever reaches the predetermined number of points. Four Shagai. Players take turns tossing four pieces. All four landing on different sides scores eight points. Four sames give four points and two pairs give two points. If a player manages to grab all four pieces by any player, they also get to score the score of that throw. Oh shit. Winner is whoever gets ahead of all the others. By a predetermined margin. Okay. And four animals. The pieces are divided into four groups, representing herds of different animals, as of which side is turned upwards. Players take turns tossing one extra piece like a dice, collecting one from the herd of the type thrown, and putting one back as if the respective herd was empty. Once all four herds are depleted, the player who has collected the most pieces wins. Okay. Um another use of Shigai besides in games and for divination is a part of a musical instrument um such as the um, Kazakh Jet which oh, is the video I sent you. If you're anything like me, you listen to more podcasts than you know what to do with. If you want to be even more like me, well, you should download the PodCoin app. It's a free and very user-friendly app that pays you to listen to podcasts. You get paid in PodCoins, which you can do one of two things with. Put it towards charities, they have an entire full list. Or buy yourself a gift card from Target, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Amazon, the list goes on and on. So what are you waiting for? Download the PodCoin app today and use the code Us to get yourself 300 extra PodCoins. And now, back to the show. We jump from ancient Greece to 1997. Oh, that's quite elite. Yeah. We meet up with a man named Scott Harris. Uh, he's the CEO of the toy company Toy Craze. Okay. Uh, he was on a Clark Griswold-esque European vacation with his mother and his two daughters. And after, his, after watching his mother and his two young daughters play with crazy bones, he moved swiftly to obtain the U.S. rights to the trinkets. Nice. Um, it was like a, it was like, started in Brazil and made its way to Europe. And then he saw it and he was like, oh shit. That's a hell of a trip. Yeah. From, yeah, from ancient Greece to Brazil to to Europe. Yeah. Um, he even persuaded a manufacturer in Barcelona to provide him with inventory for no money down and a return for a 50% share of all future profits from Crazy Bones' Whoa. U.S. sales. Yeah. That's smart, though. That is. And it worked out for them. It did. It really did. Um, later, as soon as he had profits to reinvest in the business, Harris renegotiated the deal. He now pays the manufacturer a royalty.
0: Yeah.
1: In this way, he launched his company with roughly $500,000 in capital, which is about $100,000 today. Yeah. A lot of money by most standards, but peanuts for a national consumer-based rollout. The process behind making a crazy bone goes as follows. They begin with designing the look of a character. Then a team of designers picks the best-looking design. After a sketch is decided, a handmade plaster sculpture is made. From there, the plaster sculpture is cleaned and prepared to be made into a mold. The mold maker starts the process. Mm -hmm. Then by hand, they sculpt the finer details. Uh, The molds are filled with different colored plastic and set to cool for a while. And then boom, crazy bones. Crazy bones. And then they randomly mix up batches of crazy bones. Now, see, that's awesome. Yeah. Toy Craze grew over $17 million in revenue in just the first two years which is roughly $26 million today. Holy fuck. Uh, where they stood out above their competitors was a grassroots marketing campaign, which uh, normal advertising and promotional expenses cost about 20% of mm-hmm. the sales of the toy industry. Toy crazes cost um, are anywhere from like 8 to 10%. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's
0: like peanuts.
1: Because in place of traditional print and television ads, he sent his staff out on demo tours to, like, Boy Scout meeting, school playgrounds and shit. Uh, he started his campaign in Ohio and New Jersey as test markets and then moved all around the United States yeah. and pretty much around the world. Uh, as the company succeeded in attracting young collectors in one area, it would move on to the next. Traveling in colorful vans he called moving billboards, because they were. They were, like, bright-ass purple, and they had the Crazy Bones logo on it. I remember this shit, and I did it until I was writing this. I'm like, Oh, fuck. I remember those. Yeah. In each locale, the two-person team gave kids free samples, and then taught them games to play with Crazy Bones. Nice. In the first three years, the company distributed nearly four million free sample packs of the product to kids in this fashion. Holy shit. Yeah. I cuz the sample packs. I I remember these fucking like yesterday. Yeah. They're foil, they're foil packages. Mm-hmm. Bright ass purple, like I said, crazy buns on it. And There was like think about 5 or 6 in each one. Okay. And like they had variants and like you would try to collect these cuz uh, like okay. Oh, we only made a certain amount of this one and blah blah blah. Uh he cleverly created lingering interest in the product even after the pitchman have long since moved on to another city. Yeah. Um Some of the games Toy Craze taught kids how to play was winner take all. Okay. Because he knew, like, adults, that kids would be hooked on, like, the gambling aspect, you know? Um, because you lose all your shit and then you're like, well, fuck. Fuck, I I gotta go buy more. I need more Crazy Bones. I can't (laughs) be the only asshole on the playground without Crazy Bones. Um, and just like Beanie Babies, each Crazy Bone had a different name and identity. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Some pieces were produced in smaller batches than others, and such scarcity tactics enhanced some of the pieces' street value. Hmm. There was like There's a, a fuckload for of Crazy Bones uh, series, I'll, I'll name them off in a little while. Um, their in-house research suggested that once, kid bought, once kids bought about three packs of Crazy Bones, they would start looking for peers with whom they could trade. Hmm. These little bartering markets attracted interest from other kids who then start buying the product in order to have something to trade. It was like perfect textbook word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. I can't tell you how many fucking fights in middle school I witnessed because of Crazy Bones. Like, people would fucking brawl each other for these things. Damn. And it paid off for Toy Craze because in October 2000... Good old Ronald McDonald tossed two monster Crazy Bones into Happy Meals. Oh, shit. So it was right around that time. And the monster ones were like this big. Yeah. Normally they're about that big. Okay. Um, Even without the McDonald's bump, however, Crazy Bones found itself in an impressive national following. Because this was like the infant days of eBay. Right. The people were fucking selling Crazy Bones just as much as they were selling Pokemon cards and uh, Beanie Babies. Oh, shit. Like, they were right up there. Yeah. They enjoyed popularity into the late 90s, and from 1998 to 2000, 31.5 million packages were sold. It's a
0: lot of fucking crazy bones.
1: And over 23 million figures were sold in the UK and Spain in the relaunch between March and December 2008. Shit. So, like, to come back and have almost as many sold right. as is you did at the head? height is ridiculous. Yeah, fuck. Uh, the original bones were small plastic figures with, uh, each one had, like, different faces. And they all had different names and personalities. There were long lines of characters included the well-known Jaws, Top Hat, and Eggie. Slight variations in designs, with a shift to more spooky nature, uh, led to the production of the mutant set of bones. On the other hand, we had things, ghosts, aliens, buddies, and Sports! (laughs) Um, which all put out brand new characters. Sports included 40 sports crazed, um, crazy bones. They all had different uniforms. Okay. Uh, buddies included 58 different crazy bones. Um, and they had a few different designs including Liberty bookworm and slick and the thing series, 60 different ones. Uh, all the bones were shaped like various everyday objects such as TV, a couch, a book, etc. That
0: sounds like fun. Uh,
1: in the Alien series, there were 60 different ones, and there were anthropomorphic figures that had like the big-eyed ones, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of the designs included Salad Head, Caesar, uh... Cyclops, Boris, Tut, and others. Okay. A third series of crazy bones in the old packaging and design was named the new generation and was released later on, including 120 all-new characters. Damn. Some were variations of the originals or the mutants, but they were all meant to be new characters in the series. Okay. A second sports series was released, but instead of uniform characters, it featured characters from the original, buddies, mutants, and aliens. There was also a series with magnetic characters, which are incredibly difficult to find. I bet. Uh Rockers were the music themed characters uh and as of 2010 the current distributor for Gogo's Crazy Bones in the US as well as Canada is the Jonah Distribution North America. Um and in Europe, they have completely different sets. Not like that. They have Gogo Crazy Bones Series 1, which had 80. Uh, Evolution, which is Series 2 and had 80. Mm-hmm. Series 3 had 80. Crazy Bone Advance, which had 10. Uh, Power Bones, which had 80. There was a Gold Series that was limited edition. There was only, uh, I want to say, 130, yeah, 135 made. Uh, Crazy Bones England 2010, which is 27. Okay, Superstar, 80. Um, some had, like... You know those like little bears that were like fuzzy, but yeah, they weren't soft. That's how some of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coco's Crazy Bones Edge sixty bones, and they had a trading card series that had one hundred and sixty cards. Damn. Yeah, so they That's were a like a lot of merch, dude. Cashing in on everything. Uh, South Africa had their own. Oh wow. Uh, a booster pack that had three figurines and three stickers. A collectible special bag sold with three figures. A sticker album and a collector's item tin containing 10 unique figures that aren't available in any other product line. Hmm. Uh, they had a football themed go-go's, cool go-go's, which was like a hip hop theme. Hmm. Okay. Um, urban toys, mega trip go-go's. Um, those included glow in the dark, glitter, multicolor, and the, like the metal sheened ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2002 Olympics crazy bones. And Terma de Monica, which is Crazy Bones based on a popular uh, Brazilian comic book called *Monica's Gang. Hmm. Um, other than the collectible nature of Crazy Bones, there was also multiple games just like the original way yeah. back in the day. Um, You have Feeling Crazy, which is two players, two, two or more players. You would get a shoebox and put you and... Put all of you and your friends' crazy bones inside. Each player would take a turn picking a bone with their hands over their eyes, and when a player picks up a crazy bone, he slash she must guess what the crazy bone is by feeling it. Oh. Ten correct guesses is what would make you win. Okay. So, like, you had to be, like, deep yeah. in the fucking crazy bone lore to know, like, okay, this one is this, this one is that. mm mm-hmm. uh, There was a traditional game which each player takes turns throwing crazy bones in the air at the same time. Your score depends on how your crazy bone lands, standing up um, standing up, five points, on its side two points, face up one point, face down zero points. Okay. On the line, you would draw a straight line on the ground, and each player throws a crazy bone, no rolling. The player whose crazy bone ends up closest to the line is the winner.
0: Mm.
1: You had a battle. Two players line up separate rows of six or seven crazy bones in rows of... About six feet away from each other.
0: Okay.
1: Next, each player takes a turn flicking their crazy bones with their fingers to try and knock down the other person's. The fir- winner is the first person to knock down all their, pra- all their opponents' crazy bones while they still have at least one standing. Hmm,
0: that sounds like fun.
1: It is and it isn't because sure you do gets... anything with your fucking fingernail flicking something. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's fingernails are like the weakest part of your body. <laughs> yeah. Think about like any time you've accidentally flicked something, you're like, <laughs> oh fuck. Or forget getting your finger fucking slammed in a door. Yeah. Like, Ooh. Jesus Christ. Um, there was bowling, which kind of worked, like, like, the same way as battle, mm-hmm. except, like, you weren't facing another person. You, right. you tried push. to knock your own down. Uh, there was bomber. Each player places the same number of crazy bones in a circle. A player would take turns throwing the crazy bones from a distance of about six feet, trying to knock the other crazy bones out of the circle. If you knock your own crazy bones out by mistake, it cannot be replaced. Ooh. If you knock over a crazy bone but does not fall out of the circle, it is stood back up. The winner is the person who has their most of their own crazy bones left standing. Airborne. Uh, each player lines up five crazy bones about six inches apart. You throw the first crazy bone up in the air, and while it is still in the air, try to pick up the second crazy bone and catch the first one in the same hand before it falls. If you're able to do this, then you throw up the first two and try to pick the third, so on and so forth. This one is from... This is all from their website. That does not... It it still exists in certain places? Yeah. Like, you can't go to their store, like... Their store was ran by Yahoo stores, which... Yeah. Uh, Baskets. And this is the one that's only for experts. You place a cardboard box on the ground in front of you. Each player takes turns trying to bounce a crazy bone into the box from about six feet away. The crazy bone must bounce at least once before going in the box. You can go. You can throw over or underhand. Um, each player should use a different color. The winner is who gets the most crazy bones in the box. Okay, that sounds all right. The the crazy part about all these games is like you. Nobody was ever playing crazy bones on like carpet. Yeah. Right. So. The the more use that your crazy bone got, they oh, got beat the shit up. I bet they got beat up, and they would become sharp. Ooh, because like throwback to the army man episode. If you fucking, you know you would oh, take yeah. one of your army men to the gravel mm-hmm. and just fucking file him, F- down, him down, and you know he's sharp. Oh yeah, so you'd be throwing fucking crazy bones that are like <laughs> cutting your hand because, as you're
0: fucking throwing them, like pieces of glass.
1: Yeah, uh, crazy bone soccer. You would get a small shoebox, remove the lid, and place it on its side. You would decorate it so it look like a goalie's net. Right, right. You would choose eight crazy bones and set them up in the following position. You have one that's a soccer ball, and you have have the rest that are like the defenders. Okay. Right? So you have to try to roll two rolls to try to score a goal. You only get two. You can use your first roll to advance the ball closer to the net, but don't hit any Defender Bones, because if you hit any Defenders, your ball is stolen and you lose a turn. Ooh. So basically, like, you had to get it within you two. Had to like but if you sh- accidentally hit one of the other person's Crazy Bones, you lost yours and it was their turn. Shit. And they had Toy Story 2 Crazy Bones, so there was oh. like a Toy Story 2 battle, which was basically one person played Zerg and hit six different spaceships. Okay. And the other one was either... uh Woody or Buzz and you would have either six cactus or six rocket ships. Okay. And you basically just try to battle each other. Makes with the Toy Story pieces. Yeah, know. yeah. Uh, they also had other merchandise, uh, that stickers, they had collector's cards and it came with like the big folders. Every, every fucking thing that was a collector yeah. card had their own big fucking binder of binder, cards, you know? Yeah. Um, in August 2009, they had Plushies made. Oh, jeez. Yeah. These are all the different series, okay? They had Original Crazy Bones, Things, Rockers, Sports, Buddies, Sports 2, Mega Bones, Skinny Bombers, Aliens, New Generation, they're all ghosts, mm-hmm. Diamond Tins, Megatrip, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> Superstars, Mega Metropolis, Fusion, Edge, Panasonic, Groovy, Mega Groovy, 3rd Series, 2012 Olympics, Advanced, C-1000, those are robots, Captain Crunch, Ha! Ah, that's my boy. Uh, the Daily Mirror, Angla <laughs> 2010, Evolution, Explorer, Foot, Megafoot, uh, Genius Universe, Glowies, Bombers, Crazy Bones 2007, An Israel Collection, Kellogg's, <laughs> Magnetic Series, Marvel Heroes, Metabots, Monica's Gang, Monster Bones, those are McDonald's ones. Okay. Pokemon, it never got released. Uh, um. Shin Chan, Supergirl, Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, wow. Toy Story 2, X Gogos, Mega Mutants, Hubba Bubba, like the bubble <laughs> like gum, Zany Brainy, and Disney. Uh, and now we throw our bones over to our own pipe sized fighter, Facty. The fat in the box.
0: He's the craziest of all of them.
1: He is. Uh, there was a Nintendo DS Crazy Bones game, but it was too little too late and it didn't really track well. Oh. You can get it on the GameStop website right now for less than $2. Ooh. Uh, there was also a Crazy Bones handheld Tetris game.
0: Okay.
1: Because, you know, Tetris has to put their fucking hand everything. on everything. Uh, on the original Crazy Bones website, there is a tip page with tips sent in by kids. Okay. Given that the toy in question are called Crazy Bones, most of the time people shorten it to just bones. Mm. Which makes many of these tips unintentionally funny. Like, Sandra says, spread your bones apart so they are harder to hit. Mm-hmm. Chris says, go for your opponent's biggest bone first. Samantha says, make sure you hit. Uh, make sure you use your little bones because they will go faster.
0: Grab the biggest bone you got.
1: <laughs> Corey says, test all of your bones before using them to see which one works best for you. And Zach says, lay your bones on their sides so they are harder to hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they made a few celebrity crazy bones, okay? Oh, really? And the celebrities they chose were like... Odd choices. Jay Leno. Yeah, his face
0: is rather bone-looking.
1: David Beckham. Okay. And you know, like, that little brunette girl that used to be in, like, every movie from, like, 2000 to 2007? Yeah. Chubby little brunette girl? Yeah. She was one, too. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Bailey Madison is her name. Hmm. During the mid-'90s, Coca-Cola released a similar brand of toys called Hilocos in Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, Ecuador, Costa Rica, and in Brazil. In 2000, there was a CD release called "Go Go Hits," <laughs> which is confusing given the fact that there is actually a band I called the Go Go's. <laughs> Anyways, here's the track listing. Uh, the bunch by this person named King Gogo, which is obviously just made for the thing. Sure. But they had real songs: Britney Spears' "Born to Make You Happy," huh. uh, French, a- French Affair, "My Heart Goes Boom Boom." <laughs> modern talking, China and her eyes, rednecks, the way I mate. Oh, jeez. What? Hampton the hamster, which is, uh, the hamster hamster dance. dance. Ground Control versus Peter Schilling, the major Tom. <laughs> uh Eiffel eighty five, move your body. Oh jeez. West Life? West Life, I were a dream. Uh and with that we end another wild ride here at Toys R Us. I I wasn't not expecting Crazy Bones to be like actual fucking bones. Yeah, me and like go back so far as ancient Greece.
0: Like I'm like, oh yeah, they're just like plastic thingies.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. It's fucking bones. A little more morbid than that. If you like what you heard and enjoyed what you learned, consider leaving us a five-star rating slash review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, because it would really fucking help a lot. It really would. Um, You can help us also by following us on all social media. We are Toys R Us across the board, and we post, like, a lot. We do. If you really want to help, you can consider becoming a patron. Our lowest tier is $3, but each tier names you like some pretty good nostalgic goodies. It's true. Until next time, remember, I only roll with Bone, my gang. Look to where they lay. And remember, you'll always be a Toys R Us kid. I'd like to take the time out to thank our patrons. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you to Jeremy, Jessica, Nicole, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, Juanita, Sabrina, Shannon, and Steven. Thanks a bunch, guys. Spirits supernatural are shy, what's all the fuss? But bags of bones seem so unsafe,
0: it's semi-serious. Spooky, scary skeletons are silly all the same. The smile and scrabble slowly by and drug you so insane.